What's up, Michigan? It is time for another hour on this Tuesday broadcast on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Tuesdays right around 5 p.m. always means we talk some hoops as we bring in former Michigan head basketball coach John Beeline, currently a Big Ten Network in-studio analyst. You see him weekends during the basketball season. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew, one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. He heads up the Grand Rapids office or world headquarters around the east side of the state in Troy. And we talk Michigan State, Michigan Pistons, not in any order each and every week and just the world of basketball so let's begin uh john and by the way welcome in josh how we doing you doing good i'm doing well thank you uh, any any names you got to clear uh with uh josh uh, w- all of us are uh, the pronunciations good luck now uh in basketball it's crazy <laughs> but superfly has a degree in linguistics so we can <laughs> we, we can we can turn to, uh, to superfly coach how you doing I'm good, huge. Nice to hear from you again. Nice to be on again this Tuesday. Yeah, it is. It's always good to talk, Coops. It's basketball season. We're almost to yes. March. Uh, so Michigan gets their biggest win of the season last week. You said don't sleep on them. They beat number 11 Wisconsin. I'm thinking, okay, they're going to get a little mojo going here, finish strong, take some heat off this team and coaches. And they go out to Nebraska and they're down 43-13 in that game. Uh, the ups and downs, and it's really been a trademark of Michigan and Michigan State, but more on the Michigan side, and we'll talk state in a little bit. But again, uh, why so much inconsistency with the Wolverines? What's your perspective? Well, well, because I, I don't think I've ever seen this in the history of college basketball that that a guy only plays home games and does not get to play on the way uh, away games, and he is your. You know, he he's your quarterback. He's your start. He's your most important player out there as far as, you know, handling the pace of a game and, you know, getting signals from the coach and all these things. It's just really hard to do. And I don't know the reasons behind it, but it, it's, um, it's been difficult for Michigan to adjust from game to game. His numbers with him and without him are, for Michigan, are very, very different. On, on the wrong side when he plays a much better team, according to the analytics. So I don't know about other issues, but that's really hard. Number one, but the Big Ten is is really tough, and you have to really be you have to be on your game every time. If you start out slow in some of these, you know, I don't know. Nebraska's been playing to sold out arenas even when they haven't been good, and now they're pretty good. So I can imagine it was a tough environment uh, when they and playing them the other, on Saturday. Uh, after that big win over Wisconsin. You still have 10 teams, overall records, all over 500 still uh, this deep into the season. Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew and their GR office. Yeah, uh, every week we've gotten together during the basketball season, and it's always, hey, maybe they've turned the corner and then they hit a wall. Uh, your thoughts on Michigan hoops right now? Yeah, confused at at why there is the inconsistency. Um, they beat a very good Wisconsin team, as you mentioned, and then they turn around and lose by twenty on the road. So, to me, I still look back at the coaching. Um, 
is is something just seems off there in that locker room with that and 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 again I'm not there to see that but it just seems like something's off and I again not there to see it but certainly inconsistent hoops coming out of Ann Arbor right now well and the suspension that I don't understand if you're just going to say someone needs to get their grades up do six eight ten games in a row whatever your punishment is behind closed doors but the split home and away you're hurting guys who had nothing to do with somebody's academics. I assume it's academics. Stay at home. You study. Uh, it's just, it is strange, John. And John said he's never seen it happen before. So uh, maybe they knew this season was going nowhere, right? And you had Juwan coming back after the heart procedure that yeah. they, they knew they're not maybe even be a tournament team. And there's a lesson for McDaniel to get things straight for yeah. next year. I Again, we're just, you know, guessing from the outside looking in. Yeah, it's it's very unique. Let's just say that's unique at best. And I'm sure some some people at, at have the uh, there's a good reason for it somewhere. But but you know, and you you're not going to ever find out because of, of personal issues or whatever. You just let it go. But uh, I'm let's put it this way: when he's back playing every single day. They, by showed by Wisconsin, they can be a very dangerous team. And now you go into the tournament, and they're going to be one of the, you know, maybe ten teams that once you go into this tournament, uh, probably nine teams that are playing playing for their season's over as soon as they lose that big tournament, that big ten tournament game. So they'll be playing for everything. And as we saw with the way they play against Wisconsin, they can beat anyone. And Wisconsin's got its own issues right now. They they got Ohio State at home, and um, they got to win this one for sure. They must win this one because they're just too good to be playing this way. John Beeline, former Michigan coach, joins us uh, each and every Tuesday to talk hoops with Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office, world headquarters on the east side of the state. Uh, so when you look at uh, Michigan, I guess the Big Ten tournament will be their NCAA tournament, Josh, and they'll. I, I assume McDaniel will be back, uh, and with all the suspensions will be done, and with him, they're going to go in. That's their that's their postseason, right? It is. That's their postseason this year. Uh, they have eight wins at this stretch of February. They're definitely not going to make the big dance. So or the NIT, anything. It's, it's right? um, yeah, they're going to have to leave it all out on the floor and try to take the tournament to get a bid. So um, I guess we'll see if 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 they can do that. Um, yeah, just I, it's 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 tough to watch my uh, Wisconsin people. I'm at the golf show last Friday doing my show. Michigan fans are walking by. You wrote off Michigan basketball. They're back. <laughs> But then, all, then on Saturday, I had to kind of do a little slapping back on the old huge show Facebook and uh, Twitter pages when it was 43-13, like, well, I guess I'm wrong. Uh, John Beeline is the other voice you hear, Josh Garvey, talking hoops. All right, from Michigan, let's go to Michigan State. Uh, John, that was a real impressive win. The way they played, they looked as good as anybody in the country when you have Hall, Hoggard, uh, Walker, senior leader, step up, uh, get it done. Uh, a good uh, Illinois team. They're still in the Big Ten title hunt, but that was a huge loss for them. Your thoughts on this Izzo Spartan team right now? Well, first of all, let's go back to you know losing at Minnesota uh, the week before. Again, reminded Michigan State that this is we got to be on our game with everybody, and you can't always control that. But they needed to get that win. 
against Minnesota, and so they had to come back with Illinois. I mean, they just had to. And that could have went either way. And they really, man, they just played great defense down the stretch, had some timely hoops, and I really got forced Illinois into getting away from their game, which is great ball movement and sharing the ball. Down the stretch there, they tried to isolate. And A.J. Hogarth just ate it up. Got the two big steals, and all of a sudden the game's over. So uh, they got to go to my least favorite. You You wouldn't think about this, but... It's that the lowest crowd, the, the, uh, unfortunately, and they've had great coaches there, the least fan enthusiasm, and going to Penn State was my most dreaded game every year. It was all, and they got to go there this week and then go to Michigan. So it's, it's going to be a tough week for Michigan State, and they, they, they can't, they have to play the way they played against Illinois if they're going to get out of uh, State College with a victory and Ann Arbor. They look good in all the metrics. Uh, so, you know, I, barring a complete collapse, they will be an NCAA uh, tournament team, Josh. Uh, you watching the Spartans-Illinois game, Minnesota game was a tough one to watch, especially second half. Izzo was blamed himself and blamed the players, blamed the leadership, coaches and players, which was unique for a coach to do. But looking at this Michigan State team right now, uh, how far do you think they go in the Big Ten? I, I still think they're up there in the competition for second-best team in the conference. I, I really believe that. And then the Big Ten tournament will be about seeding to help Izzo in the NCAA tournament. So your thoughts on the Spartans? Yeah, the Spartans have had some inconsistent basketball, too, um, but some tough losses, like a three-point loss at Minnesota, but then to bounce back and beat a good Illinois team. Um and as Coach Beeland said, at Penn State, at Michigan, those are two big road tests right now um, as you look out to close out their schedule in February here. Handful of games to go. How far do I think they can go? I think they're one of the best three teams in the Big Ten right now. I agree with you. Yeah. I think that they can beat beat anybody in the Big Ten. and, and Except Purdue. I don't like the matching up against Purdue. That's tough with Edie and, and the big guy. But it's it's um I think that they're playing good basketball here down the stretch. Certainly have some good guys that have been there for a while. Hogard and and and, and Walker and Hall um, certainly well coached. I, I think that they could make a little bit of a run here. Um, I'll be honest. I could I could see them winning the Big Ten tournament. I got um, six to nine seed come selection uh, Sunday would be a guess at seven to ten uh, category. Uh, coach uh, in the Big Ten Network studios uh, this season uh, in Chicago. You can see John Beeline on the Big Ten Network. Uh, weekend coverage. Uh, how would you rank the Big Ten right now? Top three teams in the conference. Well, it's, it's Purdue. Obviously, Purdue is number one um, in so many different ways. And if, if I'm thinking, all of a sudden, I'm thinking we between Illinois and Michigan State and whom and Wisconsin. Northwestern would and, be and in that Northwestern mix. is yeah. right there too. We don't talk so, about them. <laughs> no, Northwestern has has played a very difficult schedule because you're not playing every team in the Big Ten. Um, then they keep just playing with everybody and got a great win this, this Sunday. So, I mean, I think I don't think Michigan State's a lock yet. I think Northwestern is. I think Wisconsin is because they beat Michigan State twice. Uh, and Purdue is and, and, and Illinois is. I think Michigan State, like you said, no, I, when we were talking about this with, with – uh, some of the analysts, and uh, what they, I, I don't think any team is a lock, 
what happens if they lose their last 10, eight games right now or something? It can happen. It doesn't happen, but um, there's teams that are, it's highly favorable, and I think it's highly favorable Michigan State is in again. Uh, but they have to play. They, as you can see, there's there's so many teams in this league. When you go on the road, you got to win those games, and you got to protect at home. So right. this is, uh, or, or you get, get, and the seeds. You know, we we've been seeded at all different places. You know, from the two seed all the way to a last team in. And man, the seed is important. But sometimes you just get matched up with the wrong team, or you get a great seed and get matched up with the wrong team too. So it could be uh, it, it, it's you just don't I don't put too much stock in where people are seated. Just keep winning every game, winning actually winning every practice. Just win every practice the rest of the way, and you will win games. And one thing about Michigan State, Josh, and you said it that at the at Penn State, the at Michigan, that is a a two game swing for your seating for where you finish in the Big Ten, seeding for the Big Ten tournament, and also even into selection uh, Sunday. So uh, we'll see what uh, Izzo does. Uh, Coach, by the way, folks, if you haven't seen him on the Big Ten Network, isn't he great, Josh? He is, yeah. I watched him on, uh, I think it was Sunday. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Yeah, doing a he's, great he's, job. He, he's like a quiet Dick Vitale. Well, <laughs> I didn't think there was one. You can't put those. You can't put those two, three names together. Yeah, I was. I, I was trying to build you up, Coach. I had your back, actually, on that one. I, you know, I'm just trying. I, I'm not. We have guys who got bracketologists with Mike DeCourcy and and Rachel Davis does a great job with some different stats. I'm just talking what a coach is thinking or their team is thinking Amen. right now. And and that gives a, a whole different look to it. So I do enjoy thinking about that. It's it's tough to get space to say everything you want to say. So you got to be good with it and quick with it. But I love doing the show. I, I kind of feel after watching you, you would be really good with a seasoned veteran play by play guy breaking down a game in progress. You you really would be good uh, in that capacity. So uh, I'm your agent I, I now. That. We'll cut a deal. Don't worry. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would. Uh, I did that a little bit from my office during COVID, and I did a little of that from my office. It's harder than you think, but uh, right now I just said put me in the studio just because I wasn't looking to be traveling uh, to Lincoln, Nebraska, one day and and to to, uh, to Illinois on another day, and I just wanted to sort of slow down just now. But that it's something to consider because I do like. You can you have so much more you can add during day, during play by play and doing the analyst there. John Beeline joins us every week during the five o'clock hour on Tuesdays, talking hoops. Josh Garvey, uh, he is the managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office, one of America's and the world's top accounting CPA and business firms. Their worldwide headquarters in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, uh, which is just north of Detroit. Speaking of Detroit, let's finish our hoops conversation on the Pistons. I took a look at the roster this morning, and it's like, is this the Pistons roster? Like, you look at it compared to where it was. I, I, I And, John, you were a, a senior advisor, uh, worked with players inside the Pistons. You were with the Cavs. What, what are the – because I don't – is this a reload? Is it a rebuild? Is it – you're going to get expiring contracts? I, I guess you're setting up next year in the offseason – already uh give me your opinion on what the pistons have done here the last two weeks with this roster 
Well, it is. They've tried to change the roster over a great deal for for now to try to complement what they think they've seen Jaden Ivey uh, and what their weaknesses are. And and the and they, uh, I hope he never gets injured again. But Cade's been injured a lot, and so they got to protect themselves. But uh, for a, for a long time, I've I've just uh, I've always thought every team should have more shooting, but this team certainly should have. And and so they they've addressed that a great deal, and they've just changed it. I looked at the roster when I walked in there two years ago. The only guy currently on the roster from. So this would have been uh, 21 would have been, I walked in there before the draft in 21. The only guy on the roster is Isaiah Stewart. That's the only one just in really in three years now. And then from the t- the next year, I think there's only three or four. So it's a complete changeover. Um, I, I loved uh, Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burke. I loved coaching them because they were just absolute killers in practice every day. They had their great workouts. They were the ultimate pros. So the Knicks got exactly what they wanted with that deal, without question. They had to make a tough decision on Killian Hayes. It's tough to admit that, hey, we got to move on after four years, and they have. And all that, everybody can, can guess why. Well, why didn't they do it earlier? That's tough to do. You try to give everybody a chance. But they had to do that. And then getting that Simone Fontecchio, right, and then a whole bunch of – Quentin Grimes, a good player. Um, Shake Milton and Troy Brown will give them some stuff off the bench. They they just tried to change the look of their roster with uh, with – with men, I don't know if they had probably greater length. I've always thought they were really missing length on the perimeter, not inside on the perimeter. Probably too many big guys and not enough. I got to the point where Hughes said, I wanted a point guard and I wanted a five man. And the two, three, and four, I wanted them to look exactly alike. You know, somewhere between six, five, and six, nine. But they all were like uh, hybrid. Two, three, two, two and three men, and one guy had to have a four-man's body, if that makes sense, that you just had one, one little bit bigger guy, but he really is a three-man. He's just in a four-man's body. And that's what they're trying to get to because that's really where the NBA is and been for years. So they're finally getting there, but um, it'll be interesting to see how they do that on the stretch. They are playing better now that uh, we have so many more times where Jaden Ivey has the ball and and is it can run the team now him and Kate have to learn to play together now and I know both of them really well great kids they will figure that out I believe I believe they will uh, that's why back in the day John at Michigan he liked the Hardaways the Karis LeVerts the Duncan Robinsons those types well you you look at that right. at the 13 championship team it was Glenn Glenn Robinson yes. Jim Gee, Hardaway third. and Nick Stauskas they were Stauskas, all the same yeah. guys Wow. Yeah, and then the five, and then the eighteen championship team. You got Duncan Robinson, Ignis Brogdakis, Jordan Poole, and Charles Matthews. Oh, wow. They were all six five. And then you have Xavier and, and Teske, or you have Mitch McGarry and Trey Burke. Just the two, three, and the four, wow. just being the same guy, mm. multi-skilled. And what happens is people have harder. Yeah, you have tough time guarding a bully four. But they have a tougher time. That bully, tough, a tough four guy, really has a tough time guarding a shooter, and and it's harder for him to guard you than it is for you to guard them. If that makes sense. Man, I tell you what, just going through those names, 
There's no reason why you should pay me to come on this show. We should be paying you. You're that good, John, as a coach, the talent, everything. You know, I'm just kidding. Uh, You don't pay (laughs) us. Thank you. Come on. He paused. He's like, what? Are you billing me? He's like, and by the way, Simone uh, Fontecchio that you got uh, from – Earlier today, Superfly had trouble saying the word cat to me. And and he helps you, Simone. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Hey, hey, huge. What I learned in this business is you have to be able to pronounce people's names correct. Well, somehow correct I've gotten by for 32 years yeah, without yeah, it. Yeah. I, I just admit yeah. to people right before I, because I do a talk show, it's different than doing a studio show or, you know, play yeah. by play. I could just tell people when it's coming, like, uh, by the way, I'm looking at this trade. I'm going to be nowhere in the ballpark on the names. Uh, go find them online. <laughs> you, can, yeah, yeah. you can Google the pronunciations. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Uh, Fontecchio, I'm thinking I drove that car once when I was in Italy. It's a nice yeah. car. It comes in a convertible. <laughs> Rent it when you're on a trip. You know, he, he's, he's what I'm talking about. It's a multidimensional, just, you know, six, six eight. But he does so many things. He shoots, he guards. It's it's really surprising to me why Utah gave him up. That's because that was a they gave really gave him up. And he's 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 at 28 years old already. He played in Europe for a long time before coming to the NBA, and so really good. And but I I just watch the Knicks right now. They have made some spectacular trades between getting in OG. Uh, from uh, Ogden, I, now I'm now I'm not going to be able to say his name, but uh, oh, okay. they've really improved their roster with the New York Knicks and with Jalen Brunson. Watch out! I think the Knicks are in great shape right now. We're always in great shape with John Beeline every Tuesday during the five o'clock hour, presented by one of the world's top accounting CPA and business firms, Dorn Mayhew, Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for Dornay, who's GR office here in West Michigan. Good stuff today. Thank you, Josh, my man. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Coach. You, you are A-game today. The more you're in that Big Ten Network studio, the more you're becoming a national broadcasting icon. Hey, I, I, have, an, uh, I have a good idea right now, too. I think I would like Josh... Because I think he's out there talking. He's at the water cool. He's doing. I want him to bring me some questions next week. I want him to bring a couple tough questions for me, Josh. He'll ask his employees. He'll ask, him, he'll ask his employees for questions from the yes, Dorn Mayhew employees. I want some good questions on the Pistons, the Michigan, Michigan State, the Big Ten. Bring them on, Josh. All right. Well, thank you, Coach. We'll Absolutely. we'll get ready for the B line exam next week. <laughs> I'll bring it. I'll bring it. I'm ready. All right. We love you, Coach. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Yeah, Bye. John Beeline. I, I said before the interview started that he was ready to go today. Josh, uh, thank you. And, you know, ask your employees some questions. I, mean, I will. Yeah, I will. I'll you ask know, they're some busy. Questions. The Michigan fans or Michigan State or Pistons fans questions, and you can give their name and you know do three, four questions. Absolutely. I, you were going to talk, but John just kept talking. All right, uh, Josh, we'll talk to you next Tuesday, okay? Sounds good. Yeah, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder for Dorn May, who's GR office, John Beeline. Uh, they join us every Tuesday during the 5 p.m. hour, Talking Hoops, presented by Dorn Mayhew.